I'm gonna do something I've never done before. I'm gonna get up there and speak to you without my notes. So, during <clears throat> communion, we read from Philippians 2. I'm going to make it real easy on you this morning. We're going to be in Philippians 3. We're going to have a companion. The title in Philippians 2 was Be Like Christ. Leave in my life. The title in Philippians 3 is The Goal of Life. <clears throat> and I'm speaking to you without the notes this morning. I've been praying, studying, and working on this for weeks, and I had everything lined out. As I told Miss Wendy over there when we talked about this before, as I usually do, and here's what I'm going to do. And then God says, No, you're not going to do it. You're going to speak on something else. So this morning in Philippians 3, we're going to be talking about Paul's life a little bit. I watch a little bit of TV in the morning, trying to see what's going on in the world, so I'll kind of catch that lot of news every now and then. And they do this thing that's called Everyday Heroes. Where people get nominated just for being an everyday hero. So, of course, the great hero in the Bible, the superhero, is Jesus. Right? But there is an everyday hero in the Bible. An everyday person. He's my everyday hero in the Bible. That's Paul. So, Paul, in Philippians 3, he's going to kind of give his biography, right? Circumcised the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, and as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal of persecutor of the church, as to the righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. And we also know from Acts that he was Roman. Now this is an everyday person, but he is not average. He is extremely in the law. And we know because of, as a persecutor of the church, he was extremely passionate about his work. Right? He was extremely passionate about it and dedicated and devoted. In Acts 9, he goes to the chief priest to get letters from the chief priest to go and drag Christians, followers of Christ, out of their home and imprisonment. And he was extremely dedicated to this. He was there when Stephen was stoned and held the guard. Of those who he had a purpose. He had a dedication and a devotion to the law and to God. And he was passionate about it. But also in Acts 9, we're going to see he got a little sidetracked Because God had other plans for him. Later on in Acts 9, Paul's going to hear a voice. He's going to be blinded. 
The boy says, why are you persecuting, persecuting me? Paul says, who are you? I am Jesus, the Lord, whom you persecute. And you're going to go, and you're going to change your mission, and you're going to serve me. And I think to myself, how easy was that? I mean, this is somebody who's very indicated in the law, right? He's, he's one of God's chosen people by birth, right? He's a Roman by birth, right? And he's on a mission. And all of a sudden, boom! God said, that's not your mission anymore. You're going to follow me. How easy would that be for you to do? And here's, here's where you're headed. Here's what you're doing. Here's what your life's purpose is. And just to stop and change everything. everything. And we're not talking about a person who doesn't know God. We're talking about somebody who knows God and is on this path and God said, stop. You can change everything. The goal of life. Paul goes on to say in Philippians 3, whatever things were gained to me, those things I've counted as lost for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, to whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ and be found in Him. Not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law. And he's going to talk about that old life here. Not having a righteousness of my own because I followed the law and I did everything that the law said, but because of Christ Jesus. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to the dead, in order that I may obtain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained it, mind you, or have already become perfect because I press on so that I may lay hold of that, but which also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies behind, I press on toward the goal. For the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, let us therefore as many as are perfect have this attitude. And if anything you have a different attitude, God will reveal that also to you. Let us keep living by that same standard to which we have I get like that a lot. I get focused on what I'm doing and where I'm going. And I look back on my life and I think there are probably times in my life where God has said, stop. I have other plans for you. And I've ignored it. And 
going on with my will and my way than what I want. Paul says, don't worry about that that's back behind you. Press on to that that's ahead. But be mindful of Christ Jesus and his will for you. So I'm standing here this morning and I'm telling you, let those scales fall from your eyes like they did Paul's. Be mindful of what God has in store for you and live for Him. Put off your the desires of this world. And be open to opportunities that He provides to us. They could be everyday opportunities. Someone that we come into contact with that's hurting or struggling. Just by example, what we can do for Christ. They could be bigger things. They could be bigger things in your life. That God wants you to go somewhere else. I'm sorry to tell you this, but Doug and Jennifer Crumb did not want to come to Hobbs, New Mexico. Doug, is that true? But they prayed about it. They kept their eyes open. And God led them to us. And what a blessing that has been. So let's be like Paul. Let's be like God and so many others that have gone forward. And this morning, if you are not on that track, if you're not dedicated to Christ, or if you're dedicated to Christ, but you're not really open to what God wants you to do, and you haven't been living the life that you should, make that change now. The elders are here. The ministers are here. We can pray for you. We can study with you. We can help you make that change in your life. If you haven't accepted Christ, if you're still following your law and your ways, and now's your chance to have a new life and a new family. So as we stand and sing, if you have a need, let us know about it. And the Lord has